0: This is episode 183 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are speaking with Angela Profit, and we're going to be talking about how to improve your time management. Now, obviously, we're going into summer, and some of you are like, oop. Summer, yep, time management, totally out the window. But there are still things that can be done. Let's be honest, it felt like summer with the kids being home having to do crisis schooling anyways, so why not continue to find pockets of time where you can actually get things done? And that is what Angela is gonna be here to share with us, how you can put little practices into place. And what I love about this interview is she actually talks about your personality type. And it's not your typical i'm um, colby briggs i think it's what it's called i was trying to fumble for the name there but she actually talks about your personality using true colors which is a different type of personality task and i was definitely very interested to learn more all right you guys let's dive in hi angela how are you i'm great how are you Jinny? Very good. I'm so excited to get to chat with you and kind of really share your wealth of information about improving time management that you truly, truly have with my audience. Can we start by if you introducing yourself and your business?
1: Absolutely. So I started my first business almost two decades ago. It was a complete accident. And I went to school to be a psychologist. And I worked in a morgue. I worked in a mental hospital. And I worked at an AIDS clinic. And then I ended up doing physician relations. And so I had a real job for like 10 years alongside accidentally starting a wedding and event planning business my family had a venue for 35 years on the Gulf Coast. And so I grew up around it. And then when I moved back home, which is Nashville, Tennessee, from college, my parents, their friends, kids started to get married in the Catholic Church. My parents are very involved. And they were like, your girls know how to decorate. Like, can they help us? And so we just did it for fun for a couple of years. And then that turned into, I'm not Catholic. I'm not getting married at your church, but can you come here? And then that turned into, I'm not getting married in Nashville, but can you come here? And then, you know, I've been to places I don't even know where they are because geography is not my jam. Um, so I have this event and wedding planning business that we have worked into the luxury market. And um, we've really slowed down, not only because of COVID, but just we had a five-year plan of really pivoting several years ago in 2010 when our town completely flooded um, in Nashville and a lot of our vendors lost everything. And so we started a productivity company back in 2010, which was the second company. And I started to teach mainly creatives how to effectively not only run a business, to put how to put everything in the cloud. And then also like how to be profitable because I didn't go to business school. I didn't know any of this stuff. And I joined this organization called EO. It's the Entrepreneur organization and it changed my life. And I was suddenly surrounded by all of these entrepreneurs who like had it together. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I don't know any of this stuff. And I've realized over the years and traveling and speaking and teaching that That's the norm for the creatives. Like we are amazing at like that one craft of creativity and we will share, share, share all day long. But when it comes to actually running a business, growing a team, unless you are taught how to do that or you read business books or you have a family member teach you how to do it, the best way to learn is to get in there and get your hands and feet dirty and figure it out the hard way. So... That's where I started. And then last year, I co-founded a co-working space for women. Um, So we have a couple different businesses, but we just keep listening to our audience, you know, and continue to grow and pivot. I get bored really easily, clearly. (laughs) Um, So we do a couple things and then obviously um, have the podcast. I'm excited for you to come and join as well. And so that's really... All the stuff that we are doing right now, we're really focused on um, GSD Creative, which stands for Get Shit Done, uh, where we help businesses and companies really understand productivity, making sure that the right people are in the right places based on the way their brain's wired. I use my psychology every day and then also making sure that there are processes and procedures and everyone's trained clearly so that they can be productive and they can be profitable.
0: I love it. And I think, so there were two things that I was drawn to. We were both on a panel together that yes. Lane and Booth had put together. Um, and I was drawn because you talked about your psychology and how you really truly use that and feel like that's how you put people into the right positions. Um, and you also, of course, talked about productivity, which I think is a huge issue that a lot of my audience really struggles with because they often feel like they don't have enough time in the day. They're moms, they're crisis schooling, they're trying to run their businesses they're trying to get the groceries whatever else um and they just really struggle with this piece so how do you feel are the some maybe some tactical tips that you could give on how to overcome that like be always saying there's not enough time in the day
1: and oh my gosh, we all struggle with that, <laughs> especially those of us who are spontaneous. And um, the my favorite psychology methodology is called True Colors. They're, just really quickly, since you touched on it, there's four colors. And this will come into play with, with the time tactics here. So gold is very type A. They want to stick to a schedule, flexibility. They're not really great with that. They're really loyal. They're very good sticking to a schedule. Um, In fact, my gold team members, they have had the hardest time with COVID because they're used to a routine and we've had to get into a new routine. Blue people are your customer service, your people pleasers. A lot of us women and moms and business owners are very blue because we care about people. We genuinely care. And so a lot of times we'll put our happiness aside, so we can make someone else happy because that will make us happy, which is a double-edged sword. Um, green, greens, high greens are into the analytics. They're introverts. They're loving COVID. They work from home. They're left alone. Nobody questions them. They do their research, their analytics. They're good. And then you have oranges, which I'm a high orange. Oranges need variety. They need to thrive and do something different every day. Those are your risk takers, your entrepreneurs. And so when it comes to time, I like to be all over the place, but that is not good for a business owner um, and for somebody that wants to do the best they can when they're in a leadership role. So the first thing that I would say, and I know even if you have kids, um, I have a lot of women that say, you're not married, you don't have kids. What people don't know about me is I help take care of my mother. My sister has ALS. She has four kids. And so um, she's doing fine. And it's our new norm. for It's been going on for five years now now. Um, but I help homeschool them. They go from 17 to 5. And then my brother has a new baby. So I'm around family a lot. And even though they're not my real kids, I feel like they are. And so we've had to come up with a schedule. And we've had to come up with a routine. And as hard as it is, no matter w- how your brain is wired, the number one way to come up with a routine is to put a big calendar in front of you. Now, I'm, n- I'm not all about paper. So I like have my big Mac and, you know, Put it up on my my screen, and I color code everything now my sister completely opposite she wants she has a big cool chalkboard you know in her kitchen and she wants to see it all and her nurse will come in and wipe it all off every week and fill out everything so the whole family can see it and so I feel that way with my team now you 're going to have to be flexible I get it. Um, shit happens. That's just life. But when you can start to get into a routine, color code things, I started color coding my calendar so I could see how unbalanced I was. And I know it seems so silly, like work-life balance, but like that really is a thing. You have to take care of yourself first. If you don't take care of you, how the hell are you going to take care of anybody else? And so having me time, having family time, having business time is so important. And so the other thing that I will say is um, outsourcing and having a VA, a virtual assistant who's trained appropriately and who works for a good company that sets you up for success. That's probably the number one thing that I would rather not eat um, (laughs) for a week, you know, so I could be able to outsource the things that I, A, am not good at and B, I don't want to do it. And I guarantee you, there's other people out there that love doing the things that you would rather not do. And it is hard to trust somebody. Like, I'm not even gonna pretend. And I have, um, you know, a lot of friends who are moms and they own businesses and they're a one woman show. And they're like, I can't afford anybody. You don't understand. I'm like, no, I do understand. But if you sit down and you fill out your finances and you put your numbers on paper and you look at your numbers and you shift your numbers, I promise you, even if you come up with a hundred dollars a week that's something that you can run you can pay someone else to run errands for you like I don't take my dogs to the groomer I don't pick up dry cleaning I rarely grocery shop although during COVID I'm like I'm gonna go to the grocery store it's the only place to go um I don't do these errands that don't matter they don't need me and so you know, I don't, I don't like to blow dry my hair. My mom thinks I'm so spoiled. I'm like, I can sit at blowout or have the girl come to my house. And in an hour while she's doing that, I can get done with 50 emails. I can get two proposals out. I can get three blogs written. So I start to look at time in dollars. And so, you know, I know a lot of people say like time is money. But when my dad was sick, he's like, time is precious. It's a tool. Money is a tool. You can always work more. You can always make more money, but you can never buy that time back. So even when traffic's really bad, like if I'm in LA or New York traveling for meetings, I don't rent a car. I Uber everywhere so that I can get work done. I, I'm, yeah, I might be spending 40 bucks, but I could be making 400 <laughs> or 4,000 sitting in traffic. So you really have to start to reevaluate How are you spending time? And I think it's also a generational thing. You know, my mom goes to three different grocery stores every Sunday because the coupons. I couldn't tell you the last time I used a coupon. You know, like Hobby Lobby sends them on my phone and, you know, I will send someone else to go pick it up or I just order it from Amazon Prime. So you really want to start, if you're in this routine and this habit of doing these things just because your mom did it that way, or your family does it that way, really take a step back, assess, do I like doing this? Is this a good use of my time? And a lot of us, we do more in a day than some people think of doing in a week. And if you don't like doing those things, it's okay to ask for help. Ask for help. Start small. Outsource just a little bit. So the time blocking and also one more thing, being very, very, very intentional with what you say yes to. And for those of us who are high blues and we are people pleasers, like I want to say yes to everything. I truly do. Like I want to help everybody, but guess what? You can't. And so it's a really give, get situation. I was on multiple boards for years in the events industry, in the tech industry. I'm on advisory boards. I'm on the EO board. And I started to really take a look at my time. And I'm like, my God, because I track my time. I'm psycho about it now because that's how we charge now. That's another thing, tracking your time and knowing where, where the hell is my time going. Um, it, it's, it's a really cool thing to look at. And, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be the stupidest person in the room, not the smartest person in the room. And if I'm not learning anything, why am I here? And if I'm, I, you know, if you enjoy just going and eating free food and drinking free drinks, I mean, in the events industry, we could do that every day. But that's my computer telling me what time it is because on the hour, every hour <laughs> it tells me what time it is. Um, but it's okay to say no. No. And it's taken me years. I still don't like to say it. I, in fact, have someone on our team, we, we call it Bulldog, where um, we have our, like, our values and our goals listed out. And if it's not in alignment with one of our goals for that year, usually there's three. Don't do too many. Don't do any more than three big big goals, um, then the answer has to be, that's not our focus this year, but thank you so much for thinking of me. You don't have to say the word no, because I don't like to say the word no, Um, but there's only so much time. And so where are you going to get the most value from, and where can you make the most impact with your time? And you know what I know, as stupid as it sounds, like I I went to this um, monk, his name's Dan Dapani. And he was leading a day seminar and he's like, you get up in the morning, you stand in the mirror and you say, it's okay to say no, you know, and you do the power pose. And I'm like, this is so effing stupid, <laughs> but it does, you have to, you, you are going to be your biggest cheerleader. And sometimes you have to be the one to pick yourself up because nobody's going to do it for you.
0: Yes. Yes. 100% agree. And there's been so many times where I've either, I've learned it myself, the mistake. And I talk about actually in my book, that whole hate rate that you need to know what your price is. Um, cause you end up hating yourself if you don't decide that you do something for less than what you think you should be doing it for. And I think it goes into that really understanding and knowing your worth. Um, I want to go back to the colors. So at first, I want to go back to the colors that you talk about for personality. So there's four different colors. My question is, can you overlap? Because as you said, each one, I went, "Ooh, yeah, that's me." Ooh, yep, nope, yeah. that's me too. Wait, that's me too. What in the world? So you can overlap. Yes.
1: Yeah, so everyone has all four colors. Okay. And um, there is a. I call it a game because I like to make everything a game because I like to have fun. It's really an assessment, which, you know, people are like, oh, not fun. (laughs) Um, And I'll be happy to share it with you. And you can share it when you release this if you'd like to. But there is a little numbers game that goes along with it. And um, there's a visual component. And then there's a reading component. And it's really easy to understand. And so when I show the four cards, because we do this with all of our clients too, typically visually people can immediately identified, they're like, oh, these pictures really resonate with me. But then also these do too. Oh, but these kind of do, but then this isn't like me at all. And so we can get a very general idea in like 60 seconds. And then you can take a deeper dive. And it's about a five-minute reading. It's groups of words similar to the Myers-Briggs. And Myers-Briggs, the mother and daughter, actually worked with the guy who came up with True Colors in 1978. I only remember that because that's the year I was born, so it's super easy to remember. (laughs) Um, and then what it does, though, is it gives you four numbers. And typically, instead of saying strength, weakness is high, low, they like to call it bright and pale. So everyone has a brightest color and everyone has a palest color. It equals 60. And so, for example, when I go into consult with companies and I'm looking at the leaders, I'm always looking for a leader in the 20s because I need a high, not pale, bright person to lead a specific initiative. And then... But then, you know, their palest color is like, I'm a six gold and a 24 orange. That's a pretty drastic range. Now, I know how to act gold and I know when I need to act gold, which is putting our processes and procedures in place. But then I outsource all of that because I don't like to act like that. Like, I don't want to think like that. I'm not creative. I'm not my happiest. I'm not at my best. And then you have people that are pretty even kill across the board, like 17, 17, 18, 18, whatever equals 60. And they're like, what's wrong with me? There's no high and low. I'm like, no, actually, that's a really great thing because you are flexible and you can wear different hats. And if somebody asks you to go do some research you're fine with it. Um, If they ask you to go work the front desk and greet people as they come in and give them cookies and milk, you're fine with that. You know, if, if they ask you to come up with a marketing plan and an ad to go create something because you need to do something on the fly, you could probably do that too and you're good with it. It's not bad to be a jack of all trades, which is pretty much half of the world. But then you have those entrepreneurs, those leaders that are just so drastically high and so drastically low. And what helps you the most when you are bright and pale is being self-aware. And so I'm very self-aware of myself. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. In fact, every presentation that I make in person even the, the the new way we've been doing it digitally, I always have misspelled words in my presentations. And the people that come and tell me, they're like, oh, that believe was misspelled. I'm like, listen, I'm not a good speller. None of my grammatically, I'm not good in English, miss those classes. I was a cheerleader, didn't pay attention in history, but ask me to plan a party or ask me how to run your business or how to come up with a marketing strategy or run some Facebook and Instagram ads or run some sales funnels and how to do A-B split testing. I'm like, I'm your girl all day long. So know, like stay in your lane. And like you said, know what you offer, know your worth. But also, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you should do it. Like, there's some things that I'm good at, but it's like, that's not what brings me passion anymore. So it's time to move on. And you can always try new things, um, no matter what age you are. I mean, I never cooked anything, and I'm 40, and... Like with COVID, I'm like, I guess I could watch some YouTube videos because the grocery store doesn't have anything that I usually just order. And so, you know, all of a sudden I end up with like all new knives because I didn't have any, um, some new cutting boards because I didn't have one. And it's just funny to step outside your comfort zone sometimes and like try new things. And like, that's okay. Like if you're not, if you stop growing and if you're not learning something every day, like, what's the point? So constantly staying on top and in front of new things keeps things going. Um, but again, typically golds, they, they like to just do, do their comfort zone. <laughs> um, and then blues want to do what everybody else wants to do to make you happy. And then greens, they will argue with you all day long until you show them the numbers and show them the data and show they want to know the facts. That's all. They don't need the fluff like the blues. Um, And then the oranges are just, you know, kind of all over the place sometimes. (laughs) So you definitely have all four colors. Absolutely. Okay, good.
0: That makes me feel definitely a little bit better because I do. I'm definitely gold when it comes to schedules and I've especially noticed this COVID. It's been very hard as far as getting everyone on a schedule. Um, but I also, obviously, as an entrepreneur, know how to take risks, and I'm willing to do that. And I guess I'm used to that. I think you talked a little bit about the whole uncomfortable feeling. Like if you're going to be continuing to learn, you should be feeling uncomfortable. That's normally a sign, I think, of growth. That keeps coming up. I feel like in the last couple podcast episodes recently that I have recorded, we keep coming back to that because it really is so prevalent. Um, the other question I had for you was about the colors. Was you were talking about the schedule and? And you said to color code things. So what would be the three I think there were three. You said um personal, family, and business. Were those the three?
1: Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. So we have like in ours, we have um I again I'm a very visual person and typically high creatives would rather visually see something than read a description. And so like for me, anything in red Are meetings that I have to lead. I have to be there. I can't send a team member. Usually team members are with me, but I have to be there. We do have two colors in the business. We also have green. People are like, is that like Christmas? I'm like, green means money. Red means go. (laughs) That's where my head was (laughs) when I set it up. Um, Green is billable time. And so all of our team members, we all track our hours. And it didn't used to be like that. But I would say over a decade ago, I I get a new mentor every single year. And he was questioning me on a lot of things of like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I'm like, because that's the way everybody else does it. Everybody else has three packages. And he's like, I don't give a shit about everybody else. He was so hard on me. But I needed that because... I'm an oldest child. I was raised by an undercover drug cop. I'm very, um, people are like, oh my God, you're aggressive sometimes. I'm like, no, I just know what I want. I communicate clearly. Why is that bad? Um, I don't want to beat around the bush just because I'm blonde and I'm a woman and I'm short doesn't mean that I'm going to beat around the bush here. And so, um, you know, I needed to be um, paired with a very stern male and he was really mean But at the time, it changed my life. He was like, you're never going to make money like this. I don't know who in their right mind came up with this. And he's like, do you track your time? You answer your phone 24-7. You're on email 24-7. This was before social media too, by the way, people. So he's like, you have got to put boundaries in place. I'm like, no, you don't understand. These girls need me when they want me. And really, it was me being blue and me being needed and me having... A, a blind spot in a hole. in at the time, my current marriage, because my husband at the time was in Iraq fighting for our country. I didn't grow up with a military family. I was very lonely and that filled my need. And I didn't even realize that until he brought and I was like, no, no, is no. And then I was like, yeah, shit, sure, He's right. <laughs> so, you know, I learned to Remove that emotion from the business, and then I did. I set some boundaries. Um, I'm flexible, but boundaries are boundaries, and it's like that little mouse in that movie that you give some cheese and you give some milk and you give some chocolate, and it just wants more and more and more and more, and, more. and people will run over you. They may not mean to, but again, it's take, 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 take. So then I really started to pay attention to it. And I started to color code that way. So it started off red with meetings, green when we started to track our time. Just so you know, we did it for an entire year because I wasn't comfortable charging hourly. Now we do it in time blocks, like in chunks. And um, the amount of money that I would have made doing less work in a year's time, I had to see it for myself. So I had an accountant, I had a business manager, and I was like, oh, God, and then they showed me how much work I did where I made no money. And I paid the client because I didn't charge appropriately because I didn't keep up with my time or my team's time. So that was very life-changing as well. And then um, orange for me, because I'm an orange in <laughs> true colors, is like me time, my fun time, my family time. And it's very important that you take care of you. So whether that's going to the gym, when the gym was closed, I immediately ordered a treadmill desk because I'm like, I have to get my steps in. You know, we have to set goals for ourselves that are going to be healthy. And then um, blue is things that I need to do. That no one else can do, like like things that I need to do at home, you know, like laundry. And yes, I put that on my schedule. And um, like to me, because I am so orange and spontaneous, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist and it doesn't happen. The other thing with blue is working on the business, not in the business. So every year, I either want to do something big and new, like well, I'll write a book, I'll do a new podcast series, I will do something content wise it's going to help the audience where I can keep giving and giving and giving before I ask for anything in return and so that blue time throughout the week and sometimes some people that I coach they take a whole one day a month which is kind of what we do with our content creation we take a day a month we do a photo shoot I do all my videos try to and um You know, before COVID and then all of this terrible things that happen, you know, that have been happening in the world and in the United States in the news, it's like we had to unschedule a lot of stuff real quick. And then I had to do new things on the fly. And again, that's where that flexibility comes in as being a leader. And like before COVID, I don't have TV. I don't have cable. I don't listen to the news. I don't subject myself to the negativity. But as a leader, when all that started to happen, it affected my co-working space. It affected the bank accounts big time. Overnight, we lost a half a million dollars in revenue from events that were moved. And so I had to start showing up and paying better attention. And how could I be a part of this movement and make a difference in the world? And it's not about being silent. And so it's about making the right time to learn. And so I put that on my calendar. I put it on my calendar. Now, typically, I'll do it like on the weekends or late at night when most of the world is sleeping. And so, you know, I might wind down 9 to 11 and I might listen to podcasts, walk on my treadmill. And I'm not a big reader, but I love podcasts and I love Audible. Audible. Um, but you've got to show up and continue to work on your leadership ability. Otherwise, you're going to fall behind. And then to me personally, that's like letting my clients down if I'm not staying ahead of things. So putting everything on the calendar and I know I sound psycho and putting everything on the calendar. It's just so important to have, you know, and to me, those different colors mean something, but the, the other thing that I would say too, two things is when you start to do this, if you do have a team or you have family that you share calendars with, make sure on all your devices and all of your people that you share calendars with that all of your stuff is the same color because I've had clients where they're like, oh, I hate my iPhone and I hate this and they didn't know how to structurally set it up. If you need help, I have free videos on YouTube (laughs) or just reach out to me. Like I will walk you through it Um, because it's very life-changing. And then you have to be speaking the same language to like your husband, your wife, your partner, your kids, like it's on the red calendar. And people are like, what? So we definitely internally talk in color code to, and it's, it's like these little simple things that Really go a long way to like help us become more organized um, as business leaders and as as moms.
0: Yes, and I love that you're talking about all the different colors and ways that you kind of look at it and putting it on the schedule. Because I do, I think that there's so many of us that were like, yeah, a laundry's just to something. If unless it's a, a daily routine, it's not going to get done. Or if it's the cleaning, but, but and again, also like you talked about outsourcing some of that and figuring out where you can get some of that time back where you could be spending your time better spent. So you started to kind of touch on it with, you were talking about obviously Google Calendar and the different colors. Are there other apps that you use to kind of like help you really keep track of and manage your time?
1: Yeah, I would say they're my top, people are like, what's your favorite? I'm like, can I have five? <laughs> but I will say like in order, if I had to have them, um, my favorite app is right now is Marco Polo. It's free. Um, it's a video texting app. So, you basically, um, and, and we also put, a, put processes around it. So, for example, you know, my sister's kids will get on there and they're like, hey, Anna, blah. there's no telling what's going to come out of their mouth. Um, and then, you know, some of my team members, I'm like, I need you to tell me, is this confidential? If you're not alone, please stop watching this um, because I'm about to share some confidential information. Um, you know, so again, you want to put some process around it. But if you're not comfortable on video, And listen, ladies, if you're like, I don't like to see myself, I hate my voice, get over it right now. Because I had a branding coach that worked with me years ago, and he's like, Ange, this is not about you. It's not about your face, your makeup, your hair, your clothes. It's about the message and the knowledge that you are sharing with people to make a difference. So quit worrying about yourself because you sound like a narcissist. I'm like, but I'm so not like that. And so, you know, it really helped me take a step back. And so now it's like, I literally will roll out of the bed and Marco Polo, my team members, if I like had a dream, I'm like, hey, did, um, on Trello or on our to-do list or on, you know, I'll tell them like, I need you to be sitting at your desk or I need you to make sure that you have our Trello boards open because I I had a dream about like a whole dream about stuff, you know, like I need to make sure that this client's t-shirt grid for all the t-shirts we're about to do for this conference, you know, go out. And when I set the grid up last night, I, I, Think it should be this way. So if you can update it for me. Um, and it's just so much easier for me to rattle things off rather than start an email or start a text. And then it just creates confusion. And then there's some times where th- things are just uncomfortable. Like we'll be doing events, we will have a 26-hour day, no eating, no pain, no time to do anything. And then we leave. And then I'll get a text from the manager saying, your team forgot the trash. I'm like, geez. So I'll mark a poll with them and be like, listen, I know you're tired AF. Just go back and get the trash. Otherwise, I'm going to have a $500 fee. You know, guys, like you really need to go back and look at the checklist. And I know we all think that we know it in our head, but we really don't because we're all freaking tired and we're sleep deprived and we haven't eaten. I get it. So it just sounds nicer because like, I'm right there with them, boots on the ground, than me sending a text message, like, go back and get the effing trash. (laughs) Um, So that's my favorite right now. And it does save me a lot of time. Like, you can watch them when you want to, and reply when you want to. The other big app that I love is Trello. Um, you can have a board for every client, or you can have a board for every event, or a board for every blog that you manage, or you can have a social app for everything, and everything can be laid out, because again, I like to see things. Um, I like to see the big picture. The other thing that... Um, I love Dropbox and I love Google Drive, and there, those are both a lo, almost everything we use is free. Actually, um, up to so much space. So after you pass the space limit, you know I think everything's ten dollars a month. Literally, it's like ten dollars a month, and it does add up, people. However, the way that I justify it to my accountant, he's like, "Do we really need to spend thirty two hundred dollars a month on all these platforms and softwares?" And I'm like, "Well." It saves me so much time and so much effort and it's on automation. It's not a human. So it's not going to mess up. Now things do get broken every once in a while with sales funnels. I'm not even going to pretend like that's perfect. But that saves me probably two full-time employees by having automation, which would probably cost me triple. And also... I love my people, but I like my little small team. I used to have a big team and I felt like I was running a playground and I got rid of everybody one day. (laughs) And so you, again, you really have to know what do you want out of what you're doing? How do you want people to remember you? How do you want to make a difference? Um, yeah, so really, like, those are my favorite, favorite. I mean, obviously, like, I use iCal, um, anything Apple, Mac We We stream all of our emails of 10 different email addresses for very, very specific things. So we have it for the productivity clients. We have it for event clients. We have it for the co-working space. We have one specifically for social media. So we know when we're getting spammed off of social lists, especially LinkedIn. Um, Great marketing tool, but man, those spammers, it's bad. Um, And then also one for the podcast, one for trade shows, and and then a junk one that like we don't even check. So it's just... When you start to allocate where you want your stuff to go, and, and I promise you there's an app for everything. There is an app for everything. <laughs> you just have to take the time and look. Like I'm a nerd the first of every month. I look at all of the new Chrome extensions that come out um, on Google. And then I look at the new productivity apps on my iPhone just to see what's out there. And there's always a YouTube video with the review uh, I think I scare my team sometimes because I'll be like, hey, let's change to this. And they're like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How is this better? You know, and they, they push me. But again, I'm always open to new experiences, which has gotten us to where we are today. We're always learning.
0: No, oh, absolutely. I think that always learning piece is so huge. Um, I'm also love Google Drive. Anything Google Drive, like it, I just don't understand when when clients are like, but how do I? I'm like, wait a you you're not using Google Drive. Someone said <laughs> to me the other day they were like, I have to renew my subscription for like Microsoft Word. And I looked at her and I was like, Why? Don't do that. Right. Just use Google. Like, no, we're not doing that. I just saved you however much it is. Just go do this instead. Um, no, definitely yep. smart. Um, and I do think that Marco Polo piece, I use Boxer, which is Sort of similar, except it's not video aspect. But I do think the voice can really help, like you said, because I also am very direct. Um, I think it's also coming, having been, having grown up in New York, we're very straight to the point. Let's get to it. Um, And I do have to like, if I do it with my voice, you can hear the tone to it, what I'm really trying to ask. compared to a text or even a message. I uh, often will read my message and go, oh, I sounded terrible. I need to go back and do that again. And I'll just voice it back to them because you can do it in now Instagram. You can just leave a voice message. You can do it in um, Facebook Messenger using your voice. I definitely think that that just adds that added piece. They can hear what you're really feeling and trying to say without coming across. It makes such a difference. It definitely does. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the hiring. I don't want to go like real, real in-depth with it, but I feel like a lot of the people that are probably listening are starting to think about, I need a virtual assistant. I need someone to help with some of these little tiny tasks. So when they're starting to look for someone, what is it that they should be looking for? Or how even do they get it out there?
1: So the number one thing that a mentor told me a long time ago was to start an internship program. And so I'm like, why? Well, people started to reach out to me. And I'm like, why do people want to follow me? Like, I'm so confused. (laughs) And um, this was way before like the TV shows and the reality shows and the social media. And they're like, because they want to learn what you do. Like, it looks like a fairy tale. And I'm like... (laughs) ain't a fairy tale, but okay. And so I went and signed up with multiple colleges in Nashville. And then we started to get flooded with all of these resumes. And then um, I would use True Colors. And there's another... Fr- True Colors used to have a free online assessment. And I ain't free anymore. So there's one called How to Fascinate. And it's free. Um, the lady that came up with that, Sally, she's in the events industry. And so that's another great one that you can use. And... Basically, it gives you like kind of the same thing, true colors, like a high and a low, or you could do Myers-Briggs, you could do strength finders. I would always, always, always do two things. Make sure you do a psychology test, it's some one of them, and make sure there is some type of an internship. Now, whether that is come follow me for a week and people are like, well, do I get paid for that? Listen, if you're looking for money, there's no amount of money that you can ever make that will will teach you what you're about to learn in the next five days so it takes my time to teach just as well as it takes your time but then I know you're invested so no it's not a paid internship and most of our interns I would say 65% of them they are doing it for school credit but I'm super laid back I'm like whatever you put in is what you're going to get out you you have to have 40 hours a week then come hang for 40 hours sometimes we're working 80 hours sometimes we have 100 hours Rarely do we work under forty hours, but again, I love what I do, and there's different things. Now, my whole team doesn't feel that way at all. You know, they—they they, some of them like to have a schedule. I know what they're good at. I know when to push their limits and when not. And then I'm—I'm I'm open dialogue with them too. Like, tell me if this is too much. Like, I get it. So, I have an internship program, and I don't give very much direction on purpose in the beginning to see what kind of questions they're going to ask me. Like I'll give you um, some people are like, Oh my God, that's so mean. I'm like, no, that's just, to tell if somebody's proactive or not. So like, we'll have a whole box truck that needs to be undone. And, you know, so we're all out there, like getting the boxes out, opening them up, pulling things out, lining them up. Cause like, I'm so OCD when it comes to that stuff. My mom said, since I was one, I was lining my toys up. And if she would vacuum, I'm like, don't touch my toys. I'd freak out. I couldn't even talk yet. and I was freaking out. I'm still the same way. I'm like, line up all the decor, line up all the linens. I have to see everything and then we'll place it all. And so um, some people, they when the when the box truck is done and they think they're done, they'll just sit down on the steps and they're waiting on my direction versus they see more boxes over there that have come off the truck, but they haven't been undone and they immediately go over there. You cannot teach proactiveness. I've tried. And so sometimes it's a good thing or a bad thing but some people perceive it as laziness. I don't see that. It's just some people don't grow up in that type of a household where, where they had the ability to think on their own. Like, okay, what needs to be done next? So you have really eager people that are not afraid at all to go, even if they messed something up, they're like, oh my God, I was just trying to help. Like, I didn't know, which we've had a few of those. I'm like, can you please ask next time? Like, thank you so much for being proactive. But it also comes from Leadership. And so oftentimes I'll give very little direction because I have a million things going on in my mind and I want to see the way they do it. And is it going to be something that I can live with? And then there's other times where there's projects where I'll never forget, we had these gold plate records. They were in individual bags on purpose because if you stack them or they touch each other the ink was going to smear. So I told an intern, I'm like, I need you to alphabetize these, lay them all out, and then we'll put them on the board. Well, she missed the part of lay them out. She stacked all the A's, stacked all the B's, stacked all the C's. I come back two hours later and I'm like, oh my God, the ink. And she picked up the magnets and you know, she starts crying. And I'm like, this is not your fault. This is my fault because I was not 100% 100% clear with you what to do. It's okay. What would you do to fix this? She's like, go to Office Depot and get a lot of whiteout pins. I'm like, get your ass to Home Depot or whatever. I'm like, go get the credit card from one of the girls and go buy it and get over here and fix it. You know, so we constantly have to come up with solutions. I mean, I have a million stories like that, but really having a trial and error period. And then you as the leader, 90% of the time when someone doesn't do it right, or they make a mistake, it's because they haven't been led or taught correctly. And that's one of the biggest things. It's a hole, a, a blind spot, a hole that I see a lot with executives and VAs. They'll complain, my VA this, my VA that. I'm like, well, have you taught them? Have you discussed a process? Have you done a psychology or an IQ test? Like, You've got to connect with them and talk to them the way they need to be talked to because some people don't understand what what the hell you're talking about. And as business owner to business owner, you can't have the same conversation sometimes with someone who is not a business owner because their brain isn't wired that way. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. We can't all be alike. Like, then the world wouldn't be fun, you know?
0: (laughs) No, I 100% agree. And it's really about that communication skill and being able to show them what it is to do. That was so helpful. And I think that internship process, I think you know having that kind of time period to see, like you said, what kind of actions are they going to take to move them forward? Angela, this was so helpful. I appreciate you so much. Um, Where are the best places for my audience to connect with you?
1: Yeah, you can go to gsdcreative.com or I'm on all the socials, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm more Instagram. I got a TikTok account during quarantine. (laughs) So that's been really fun. Um, All under my name, Angela Prophet, two F's and two T's.
0: Perfect. We are going to make sure to link to those in the show notes. I appreciate you so much. And you obviously also have a podcast where they can learn m- even more about your business and how you've been able
1: to grow it, all the different strategies and techniques that you teach. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jenny, for having me and good luck, everybody. Keep on GSD and all right, you
0: guys, clearly I could have continued to talk to Angela all day. She had so many great nuggets of information to be able to share about time management. And I was definitely into the whole true colors, figuring out your personality tasks, as well as that calendar that she talked about. If you don't think that my calendar is going to be all lit up in different colors now, you're definitely wrong. But I know many of you know me and know that that's probably what it's going to be looking like. I appreciate you guys so much for listening in if you're out taking a walk with the dog or you're playing. With the kids, or sitting by the pool and you're listening in, I love it if you just sent a screenshot, put it up on Instagram stories, tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose and let me know how you are listening in. As well as, I appreciate you all so much when you leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. It clearly helps me find newer and more guests to be able to come on, and it also attracts new listeners. So, I would appreciate it so much if you haven't left a review to please quickly just leave one. It's really, really simple and easy to do it. You can send me a DM. I can even send you a video on how to do it. Otherwise, I will talk to you all next time.